So that was um, Dr. Dick Santo. Um, when I told you about Dr. Sigafus and uh, Dr. Sid, um, I had the good fortune of hearing them on the stage for years and years and years. But I didn't have a relationship with them, like a personal relationship with them. But Dr. Santo, I did. Dr. Santo practiced, you know, he mentioned Tequesta, Florida. He actually practiced in New Jersey uh, for the first bunch of years when I was there. And then when uh, I left, almost around the same time he left, I came down here, he went to, to Florida. Um, and, but during the time in New Jersey, uh, he and I spent a good number of lunches together because after I kind of really discovered what chiropractic was and what it meant to me and what, how I had to practice it, he used to sit down at lunch uh, with me and he would keep me straight, right? And he was, because I mean, he was like, I revered him. And to see someone from the stage who was that powerful in DE to sit down and have lunch with, you know, little old Drew, um, that was extremely important. So uh, uh, of the three S's that I showed you, Sid, Sigafos, and, and Santo, Santo has a very special place in my heart because he, he took the message and he made it personal, right? Um, and uh, so I, I am completely grateful for that. And something he taught was very similar to something I'm reading right now. Uh, and if you have me in the other class, uh, in the advanced diagnostic class, you've heard me talk about this other person. I'm reading this book by John O'Leary called On Fire. And um, in this book that John O'Leary talks about, <clears throat> he says um, there's a really hugely important question that a lot of us are asking all the time. And we really need to boil down this question as to what it really means to you. And the question is this. And let me see if I can write it down because it's so important. Here's the question. Why me? And he said there's two answers to that question. Right? There's two ways for you to look at this question. The first way to look at this question is the typical way. Which is what? Right. Why me? Right? Why did Oskis have to go so bad? Why are national boards coming up? Why is McCoy doing this to me? Why is, you know, why I get a ticket for a parking? Why don't I know where I should be practicing? Why don't I get any support from my family? Why don't my friends you know, do this? Why aren't I getting enough new patients in clinic? Why is this happening here? And this, is all this why, why, why me? Why me? Pointing, you know, fingers at yourself, you know, kind of thing. Why me? Right? And we can spend a whole big bunch of time on all the reasons that they're about the why me's that we're all going through. Because all of us got why me, right? I got my why me's, and you got your why me's, and your friends, and your spouses, and everybody's got the why me. You know, every, I was talking to someone yesterday, I said, we all got monkeys on our backs, right? It's just the way it is. It's life in the big city. Welcome to the real world. There's no life without monkeys on your back. You know, the difference is, like, how are you going to talk to those monkeys? really, ultimately, right? And they're the ones in your head going like, why this, and why this, and why this, and and, 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 and you got to, you, know you, you know what the most important thing you have to learn how to do in your life? One of the most important things you have to learn to do is subtract. Because you get a tremendous amount of input every single day, especially you guys. Like, when, when I was growing up, when I was your age, we only had, like, the input that the teacher was telling us. We didn't have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all this other, you know, the, the emails and this kind of, you know, all this kind of stuff. We didn't have this kind of stuff to distract us, you know. So we were either in the class, either paying attention or putting my head down and sleeping. I had nothing else to take my mind away 
to make me think about it, except for Lisa, I was dating her at the time. But aside from that, <laughs> she, was, she was at Emory and I was here, and um, we, we actually met in the Emory Medical School Library um, in 1987. So you, just to think, some of you guys probably weren't even born yet. Um, <laughs> scary, huh? So anyway, um, right. So the question is, like, we all got these monkeys on our backs, right? And you guys have more monkeys than we did. And I will grant that for you guys because you got so much more input, right? But we have to learn how to subtract. We have to learn how to subtract all that stuff, right? So that when we come into our offices, even though we have a lot of why me's, or we come into our peak office, or we come into, our, into the clinic, or whatever it is, we, got, we all have the why me's, the monkeys on our back telling us, but we have to come into our office and put our hand on the door, like, you know, being Jewish, you know, we had the mezuzahs on the door. And most of you know, the, you know, people who are Jewish, when they, every time you walk into that household, you're going to touch that mezuzah, because what that mezuzah does is it essentially is a reminder of who's really in control, right, which is God, right? God really is, I'm not, I'm just a puppet, you know, really, God's the one in control. So I put my hand, but I also, I use it for a secondary reason. And the secondary reason is I touch that and I say, and everything that happened outside this office stays outside the office. And it's sort of like a shield, right? So when I walk, I touch that like this, and I walk into the office like this, it's like I just went into this time warp, this, this, this shield, and whatever happened out there is out there, and, and, but now it's time to be with the patients, right? Now it's time to focus on them because they need us, right? And all my YMEs, it doesn't matter when I'm touching them, right? When that little boy who, you know, has got horrible colic, you know, and he's crying his little eyes out, right? Does it really matter what monkeys are on my back? You know, when the pregnant woman comes in searing pain like she does on Saturday, hardly even a walk, right, and, and crying, tears coming out, and I, I pushed her ahead of all these other people because I didn't want her sitting in my, you know, office crying. I want her to get her adjusted and get her out. out. <clears throat> do, do my monkeys really matter, right, at that particular moment? No, right? So we have to learn how to put that stuff aside. So why me can be used as a way of saying, you know, oh my God, I have all these things, blah, blah, blah. And we can point our fingers and blame and negativity, all this kind of stuff. But can why me be looked at in a different direction? This is what John O'Leary talks about. What's the direction you could look at why me? Another direction. Yeah, why not me? Right? Using the same stuff. Using the same problems. Right? Why not me? Right? Why not me? I'm stronger than this. Right? I'm stronger than going through whatever class you have to go through that's so hard. I'm stronger than OSCEs. I'm stronger than boards. I'm stronger than student loans. I'm stronger than all this insurance crap that's going on. You know, I just heard Dr. Jen Temple talking about insurance disruption. That was his latest uh, webinar lately. And I agree, there's a lot of insurance disruption going on. But you know what? You, know, what, you can look at that and you can say, oh my god, my practice is going through the tubes. Or how else do you look at it? Yeah, I'm going towards all cash, right? So you got, why me this or why me that, right? And it's completely up to you. It's, okay. it's completely up to you as to how you're going to look at it, right? Everything is really up to you as to how you are going to look at it. And so I'm, not, I'm saying that I understand life is hard, right? We all go through our stuff. And all of us have plenty of stuff, right? We can all talk about all the things we can complain about and whatever. But what we really, and you're, amen, <laughs> that's one <laughs> out of 100 million people. So most people will complain about their stuff all the time, 
right? But what we really need to do is really need to refocus. And it's up to you to refocus, right? Because I'm telling you right now, the trajectory you're on right now, if you're on a why me trajectory, it's going to stay. And you're going to graduate, and then you're going to say, why didn't I get that loan? You know, why did, student, why did, why did the SBA you know, association deny me that loan? Why didn't I, I buy that practice? Why, why couldn't I get you know, this person to associate with? Why couldn't I have an independent country? Why, why is this always happening to me? Why is this all these bad things you know, keep on going on and on and on? And you, you know what's interesting? Jim Rohn says this all the time. You heard me talk about Jim Rohn a lot. Jim Rohn says <coughs> that when someone asked him one time, why does this stuff always happen to me? And what was Jim Rohn's answer? Because stuff like that always happens to people like you. Because you make it happen, right? Right? A lot of the stuff that we have happen, unfortunately, is because we keep on saying, why me, instead of why not me? Instead of what can I do about that, right? The, the real crux of the matter is, what can I do about this? Yeah, I can complain and thumb suck and whatever, and everybody's got, you got a right to complain and thumb suck when you're really upset about something, 100%. But then it's time to move on. Then it's time to say, okay, why not me? What am I going to do about this, right? I have to double my efforts, right? I have to triple my efforts to make myself stronger, triple my efforts to do whatever I have to do, triple my efforts to make this relationship work, to, to make this peak office work, to make OSCEs work, to make boards work, to make buying this practice work, to make starting this practice work, whatever it is. I'm going to double, triple, fourple those efforts to go out there and make it work, right? Because it's up to you. Who else is, whose life are you living? You got it. This is it right now. This is not a dress rehearsal you heard people say before. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is not like some sort of thing where we can practice whatever. This is it. And I'm telling you, when you graduate, it gets harder, right? Whatever you're in right now you think is hard, and it certainly is hard in terms of studying and all these tests and blah, blah, and I get that. But I'm telling you, it gets harder because now it's constant, constant, constant. The pressure on you, if you think the pressure is now as high, this is nothing compared to what's going to be later on. But why not, right? Why not you? We need you. The kids out there are dying right now. The kids out there, the pregnant women out there are dying out there. They're looking for us. They're, they're looking for what we got. So why not you? It's because you were chosen. If you're sitting in these seats, you must have been chosen. And you're not a chiropractor in six months when you graduate. You're a chiropractor right now. Right? So, so if you're a chiropractor right now, what are you going to do about it? Right? Don't wait. What are you waiting for? What is the point of waiting? The time is now, right now, to sharpen your saw. You know, the, the blade sharpens when it meets what? When it meets rice? <laughs> you know, when it meets dirt? When it meets the stone, right? To sharpen a, so a sword, you have to sharpen it against a stone, right? When I played hockey, we used to sharpen the, the skates against a stone. There would be sparks flying, right? One of my favorite sayings is, on the way up, it's turbulent. Right? When you're taking off an airplane, on the way up, it's turbulent. Right? If, they, if you went on an airplane and there was no turbulence, I'd be like, what's going on? Like, do we take off yet? Right? That's part of going up. So all the turbulence that you guys are probably experiencing right now, this, you're on your way up. You know, and when you graduate, you're going to have more turbulence because you're on the way up. But I'm telling you, you've got to keep on making sure you're asking the right questions. So why me in the negative sense is not the right question. You know, you're allowed to ask that for a little bit of time when a, when a why me thing happens. 
But after that, it's got to be, why not me? And what can I do about it, right? That's the real key thing, is what can I do about it? What is my next action step that I can take to make myself stronger? <clears throat> Oops.